Ladies and gentlemen, we have arisen from our long winter slumber and are ready to bring you the CFL content that you have been yearning for. It is a new episode of the Shups and Preds podcast, a free agent spectacular, and we're going to talk about all the shakeups going on with personnel around the league, quarterbacks going here, running backs going there, kickers signing in Toronto. It's going to be great. This week, it's myself, John, as well as... Matt's here. Matt. Tyler here, down a million. Patriot, Tyler. Tyler here, down a million dollars. That's right. (laughs) Guys, how has the offseason treated you? Last time we got together to do one of these, the season had ended. The Toronto Argonauts had upset the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the Grey Cup game. And now, we're completely new. Everything's new. None of that matters. And the CFL is changing every single second. How are we feeling? I mean, I think we're feeling pretty good. Um, you know, we've we've postponed uh, this this pod for a little bit, and I'm glad we did because, you know, every new day brings a sh- a sure prize uh, in the off season, yes. and you know, the, this this legal tampering period is. I've got it's, it's hard. It. It's it's, it's weird. It. It, it it's it's I, no I, longer like legal tampering, and it's just kind of early free agency. Well, you asked you asked how I'm doing, John, and I'd say my Deutsch has sick the besser and it fooling the good. The classes are paying off. <laughs> Tyler, can you translate that for us? Uh, I said my Deutsch has gotten better, and I'm feeling good. That's awesome. See, I actually understood that. German really? is German is actually quite a, a pleasant language. I will say. I, I, yeah, for, let's I, be real. Listen, listen, listen. I, Tyler, I, you are such a homer. It is unbelievable. Will you let me? You come me, up with this stuff. Will you let me? Will you let me speak? <laughs> you said you said a plain sentence. It wasn't like there was a lot of. Will you there. let me speak? As someone who actually is knows a little bit about the language, let me speak. It's actually quite a soft language that we trump up in movies and television that I realize that we don't, we just make it angry. There are regions where it sounds harsher, like Saxony, like Saxon accents are are admittedly like a little bit harsh. And I would even say like Austrian accents are really, I I get where that comes from. That's like really. What exactly would you be referring to? uh, You know who I'm referring to. I'm not even just referring to him. Like listening to to any Austrian person speak is actually quite difficult. Um, And it's much harsher than actual German speaking. But when when you go to the grocery store and like a uh, like forty year old woman, so you say, "Oh, thank you, thank you very much," and they go, she goes, "Oh, tschüssle." Like it's not very, it doesn't have all those harsh tones. It actually has really soft tones. If it's all right, spoken. But how would this sound? You're at a grocery store <laughs> and you go up to a forty year old woman and she goes, "Here you go, darling." How gentle is that? Not. It's kind of just sounds like a moron. Oh. Tyler's already turned his back on his country. (laughs) I turned my back on the South many years ago. All right. With that being said, we're going to get into the pod. Oh, I forgot. I don't want to. I don't want to leave out my gripe that I wanted to talk about with this legal tampering period. The reporting surrounding this legal tampering period, in my opinion, really diminishes the free agent frenzy we get on that first day of free agency. That's my gripe. I don't want to know, like right now we're recording this on Tuesday, okay? 
I don't want to know that, you know, February 14th, a week from now is when it officially kicks off. I know where Kenny Lawler's going. I know where Steven Dunbar's going. Uh, You know, I know that Jake Wieneke's going to Saskatchewan. I I want that all to happen in one day and have it be a mad dash. I don't like this spread out stuff. That's my grind. I agree. I agree. It's like uh, when Woj, like, tweets the NBA draft right before the picks come out. Like, can you not let me enjoy Just don't the look at his, surprise don't look at his Twitter. Pick? Just don't look at his Twitter during the draft. It's easy. No, but I want to be on Twitter to enjoy the conversation right. about the draft. Mm. It'd be like it's really not asking that much. Well, I've told you guys my Woj theory, That's which is just that... Well, it's just that uh, ESPN knows they're going to get scooped. So they scoop themselves, right? Yes. Instead of having, you know, just random guys getting the scoop. Well, these agents got to make a little extra cash. Agents, right. Agents got to make a little cash. Yeah. If you're going to tell someone, tell Woj, we'll release it. But then it's like. But they also do this. This is. Why? We will talk CFL. But why? Why do you want to know two hours before they announce? Or 15 minutes? Just wait. If Woj doesn't drop the news, and this applies to every, whether it's with Schefter for football, Woj, their MMA guys, when they finally report it, they don't say who dropped the news. They always go, do sources confirm to Adrian Wojnarowski. It's so lame. They give no one else credit, and they love this scoopathon. It really grinds my gears. It does. It's terrible. Okay, let's talk about what's really important specifically the QB carousel in the CFL. Uh, I would say the biggest moving part is, unfortunately, a member of our CFL family will not be returning uh, to the Great White North this June. Uh, As you well know, Nathan Rourke has signed a contract uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. To not play at all. Assurances that he'll be able to compete for the backup gig to Trevor Lawrence. Um, I have thoughts, but I'll, I will throw it to you guys first. How do we feel about this? Rourke had an incredible season last year, obviously marred my injury, but at the same time was far and away the best player in the league. There was really something special going in BC. And now, uh, for the foreseeable future, it looks like that's over. Thoughts? We'll always have those four or so games he played to remember him fondly by. Um, that's I mean, a way to put it. it. That's the thing, right? Like, yeah, it sucks, but like, it's more of a what could have been than a yeah, okay, great. We got to see him play pretty well for for two thirds of a season. It doesn't really, I kind of didn't expect him to be as good as he was last year. Now he's just not in the league. So, you know, there was a couple fun months there, and now it's over. I mean, it sucks. You like want talent to stay in the league. You don't want talent to, to leave. But I understand that you know he's going to make 10, 15 times more money as the backup to Trevor Lawrence than he will getting tackled by Simone Lawrence. That was a great turn of phrase right there. <laughs> you are mid-season form, Tyler. <laughs> Matt, thoughts? I'm, I'm overjoyed for the guy. Absolutely. But this is all. Yeah, this is this is not a a problem to be solved for the CFL. Yeah. Right. This is not like what they're not thinking. What could we do? 
have done better next time? You know, how do we keep these guys? Like, if a guy is getting an NFL contract, there's nothing that the CFL will ever be able to do about that. And so, at, at this point, all all you can do is is be happy that you know uh, a Canuck is getting a shot, and more than a shot. Like, you know, so I, I think it's great. I'm just, I'm just I'm just so happy for the guy. Do we do we know his salary details off the bat? Or like, what, what's the league? The first in? year they. Took it to the limit. I am just really happy that he didn't did go to Jacksonville. Like the furthest he could possibly go. So, yeah, I would have been just, Oh, he did. Awesome. Oh, there was a what? This was a weather play. Get make <laughs> make no bones about it. This was if I'm. He's like if I'm going, I'm not gonna go. You know, back up whoever's gonna be starting Aaron Rodgers, whoever in, in Green Bay. I'm, I'm swapping. No I'm swapping Calgary. Give me okay. I'll to Florida. I can talk. Let's do it. What's the commute from Tampa? Got it. Okay, no problem. Trying to standard see, uh, rookie deal. Uh, so if he took the standard rookie deal, um, it bumps up year over year, starting at seven fifty, going to nine fifteen, and in his third year, uh, a little over one million. Yeah. So he got a three-year contract. Yep. Yeah, so potentially worth two point seven million, and uh, it's about two hundred twenty thousand guaranteed. So he's, he's sold. He's sold out. For two two point seven million dollars. Good. Well, good here's enough. my take on it, and I because <laughs> I agree with I agree with both of you. On a personal level, you cannot be anything but excited for Nathan Rourke. This is great. Um, and also, I think it is necessary for the CFL to produce talent that goes to the NFL. I think in this more competitive. Uh, landscape with the XFL coming on, it's going to be important for the CFL to show guys you can come here, you can play well, and if you play, you know, really well, you can find yourself on an NFL roster. That is uh, a part of what they do. Um, okay. That being said, as a fan of the CFL, this is the dumbest thing that's ever happened, and I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to be like hyped about Nathan Rourke. Not not play not for the playing next three years or <laughs> like like yeah I just I can't I just don't see why that and I I guess like I don't know I guess I'm surprised that's not like I feel like it's completely natural and rational for me to be like yeah that just sucks for me as a CFL fan why would I be like super stoked about it in terms of the game not this is not personal this is just in terms of game action, uh, not seeing Nathan Rourke play CFL football is lame as all get out. Uh, and I'm quite disappointed in that regard, but it's just something that we'll have to move on from. Um, and that that's, you know, I think maybe the last we'll say about old Nathan for a while on this pod, except for every week when, you know, if VA has a bad game and I sit here and go, my God, what could be, what could be? <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, best of luck to him. I hope he somehow works his way through the cracks and gets a, gets a shot, um, in the league, a legitimate shot. Uh, cause that'll be like, I guess, yeah, if he gets a legitimate shot, then whatever, I'm cool. But if he really is a backup quarterback for like the next five years, that would be a tough pill to swallow in my opinion. But, you know. That's is this can we, can we make can we make this the the one of the last times we talk about Nathan Rourke unless he comes unless there's something of note to talk about with him? I think it will be. 
Okay, I just don't. I just don't want to like, like, gl- like be glum if like BC comes out of the gate and they kind of like maybe they're not as good as they were last year, and we're like, just don't, want to, just don't want to, just don't want to, just don't want to do the lament. Just don't want to lament. Let's not, let's not promise anything we can't. Let's let's use that though as a good (laughs) segue into talking about the rest of the QB landscape in the CFL right now. So VA is the man in BC now and actually reports today that they're working on a contract extension, kind of working that out. That's going to see him in BC through 2024. Um, Bo Levi Mitchell is the man in Hamilton. He signed a contract after they traded uh, for his early negotiation rights, basically. Um, And as of now, the only other uh, CFL teams with concrete starters is going to be Calgary with Jake Mayer, Winnipeg with Zach Caleros, um, and Edmonton with Taylor Cornelius, though. Uh, We'll see about that. Sketch needs a starter. Montreal needs a starter. Sketch needs more than a starter. Toronto but yep. needs a starter. Oh, and I for, should I shouldn't have forgotten my boy Jeremiah Masoli. So there's yeah. more. Roles I, to be I, I thought I thought that's just because we. <clears throat> how do we? What do we think about his injury status? Is oh, it's going to be completely healthy. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely he's the man in, in Ottawa. Yeah. But that's a that's an injury decision, and I you know there's no reason. It's a long season, guys. There's no reason to rush this guy back. Well, let's, speaking let's of, though, time. Ottawa did just re-sign Nick Arbuckle, so I think clearly they've made the move to have him as their backup yep. uh, going forward. But so how do we feel? What do we, as we enter free agency, there's going to be, you know, it, whether we maybe just want to talk about how everything's going to shake out with Harris and Fajardo and Evans. What do we think about the quarterback landscape going into the uh, 2023 season? I mean, I'm obviously, I think like all of us, kind of mostly interested in Cody Fajardo. And unfortunately, I believe that this Trevor Harris signing in Sketch shuts the door for him to start uh, this upcoming, the, the week one at least. You think uh, for Fajardo? Yeah. Oh, I disagree. Well, he's not going to go to Montreal. Why? Because why would he, he, him and Jason Moss hate each other? No, that's not true. No, that's yes, not it true. is. No, it yes, is not it true. Is. No, yes. read yes. the literature. <laughs> no, no, no. It is the opposite. Listen, I, they I, I have gotta, a good relationship. You got to read my eyes. Like, they are constantly screaming at each other. They're it's, pissed. No, yes. no. So, because yes. that's interesting. They're no, because I would say together. Fajardo is going to be the week one starter. In Montreal? In Montreal. No. Oh, that wow. belongs to Dane Evans. Oh, good point. See, uh, Evans is the Evans is the interesting one, and Maz also doesn't want to like. I, I don't see why Maz would would bring Cody in, right? That's even if they get along, right? They just all got blown up, right? Cody yes. got benched. Maz and all of his guys got fired. Like, why would Maz want to bring that bad juju along with him? That door is shut. The only the like Cody's route to a starting position is if MBT goes and plays in the XFL, yeah. or the Arena Football League is coming back, or something, or just decides to retire, um, and they're not quite ready for Chad Kelly yet. Like for me, Cody's starting op- opportunity is only Toronto. 
interesting. Tyler, thoughts? Uh, I saw that, I think, was it yesterday or maybe two, two days ago, that Cody was was still even open to, to playing for Saskatchewan, which I totally... <laughs> so embarrassing. Totally, please. it totally was like, geez, dude, just, you're, you're even talking to your agent too much. Just <laughs> like, take a take a seat, pal. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I think I'm with Matt here. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to Montreal. I don't think they want him there. Um, I think that, I think it's, MBT decision uh, affects where Cody's going to go. And I, d- I don't think there are actually a lot of op- options for Cody. Um, how old is Cody off the top of your head? Cody is 30 years old. Okay. So he's still pretty, pretty young. Um, oh yeah. Especially for, for a quarterback. I'm sure he, I'm sure he can find a job somewhere. I'm not sure if oh. it's going to be, I'm not sure if it's going to oh, be playing yeah. CFL football, but he, I'm sure. Oh, he can find yes, a job it will. He like, <laughs> no, listen, the idea that this, well, well let's get into it. Let's, 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 get, into let's, talk, let's, let's get into one. it. Let's, who, who, let's who, talk week one, week 21. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I just want to say the idea you got, the idea that Cody Pedrado would not be in the C, will not be in the CFL next year. <laughs> Is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, is, it, is, the that, question is: Is he willing to? Is he willing to maybe not be a starter? Oh, he has to be. He's going to bet on himself. All right, great segue. Let's. Talk he, sh- he should. He should just hang out as a free agent and wait for a quarterback to get hurt and go to whatever team needs a quarterback. That that's my hot take. He shouldn't. He shouldn't sign. He should wait till the team needs him. Well, the reality of the situation is it would be the same if he's on a roster rather than if he does that, so he might as well get paid. Because let's say he's not starting in, let's just say he well, he goes to Winnipeg to be the backup, whatever. If he's the backup in Winnipeg and Caleros is healthy and somebody does go down in uh, Calgary, they would go through this, they would still be able to, you know, they'd have to trade for him at that point, but he would still have that route there. So, I mean, he's gonna he's going to be on a roster week one. I think yeah, I think that's correct. Let's so we're gonna do a little experiment here, and we will revisit this. We're gonna guess who will be the week one starter for the CFL team, and who will be the week twenty one starter. Uh, we're gonna start in the West with the BC Lions. Uh, I will kick it off. I've got VA week one, VA week twenty one, healthy VA season incoming. Poof. What say you, Tyler? Yeah, that's probably right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's probably. I'm not saying he's going to be healthy. That he's going to play all 21 games, but I think that he'll he'll play week one. He'll get hurt in week nine. Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I I purposely did not guess any. Injury benchings. All my. It's not a guess. I mean, it's just a fact. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get hurt at some point this season. So. All right. Well, how do you like this one? VA Week One. They are so far ahead in the standings, Week Twenty One, that Michael O'Connor. I love that. Gets the start. How do I feel about that? I love that prediction. Don't. I I think one way or another, Michael O'Connor will be starting the Week Twenty One game. I won't say exactly how it's going to happen. I hope it's because they're resting for, um, well, I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense that they're resting for their first round by they're, they're double resting. I love that. <laughs> that is great. Okay. Calgary, Tyler, week one, week 21. I think it might be Jake Mayer and Jake Mayer. Okay. That's what I've got. 
It has to be, right? It has to be. I mean, Although the best quarterback in the league, so yeah. I would be intrigued uh, to see Mr. Tommy Stevens get some more playing time this next season. Let him uh, stretch his legs a little bit. All right. Well, there was that new um, the new rule about the new ratio rule, basically allowing a quarterback at a a different position and not affecting the ratio. So Tommy Stevens can be in as like a. I guess my, I, you might call it a fullback, but to be just a, a spoiler for like trick plays and yeah. trickeration. So I think we will see a lot more of Tommy Stevens. I mean, at the end of the season when he was just running his butt off, I thought that was pretty exciting um, and a great little wrinkle in the offense. So definitely something I hope they pursue a little bit more. All right, we move on to the Edmonton Elks. Matt. Tell so this got. is where I think Tyler is correct because week one Taylor Cornelius, week twenty one Cody Fajardo. Okay, I, I think Edmonton is going to run uh, is going to run with um, Taylor Cornelius. Like no reason he, he's a young he's a young enough guy. He's got enough reps that there's no reason to to you know spend your cash all at once. But yeah, I think towards the the middle part of the season, it's just not going to be enough. And they're going to be looking for somebody with a lot more game time experience, and and the the best option will be at that time Cody Fajardo. I don't know exactly where he'll be if they're going to. They've got a lot of they they have currently have four quarterbacks on their roster, um, none of which are free agents. So they've got a little bit of money tied up at the quarterback position. Um, but yeah, I think they'll they'll reach out to somebody and then my guess is Cody Fajardo. Okay. Okay. I've got a different flavor, but I do see different starter week one and 21 week one, Taylor Cornelius week 21, I think will be Trey Ford. I think uh, whether they... so depressing, dude. That's exactly yeah. John and I are on the same page. Trey yeah. Ford was a getting NFL workouts this past, uh, you know, off season. So I think he's somebody who other teams see a lot of potential in. And I think it was clear by Ford getting the first look off the bench um, when Arbuckle was the starter last year that Ford is somebody they want to see play and want to see get minutes now. I, I, I say it's depressing because that means that they will have not progressed at all. Like, they're still middle of 2022, just egg-sucking. Like, the, like, that would just mean that they're exactly where they had been a year prior. Yes, that is what that would mean, but it's a competitive <laughs> league, and you just never know. <laughs> no, never I do know. think Edmonton is getting better. I think... Um, they just, you know, they agreed to sign Stephen Dunbar, so bringing in a big receiving talent from Hamilton, which is awesome. Um, it looks like they will lose Kenny Lawler um, to Winnipeg, unfortunately, but they've got Dylan Mitchell, who developed nicely for them, Kevin Brown at running back, uh, maybe bring back De- Darrell Walker, fill in a few holes. Well, so now I that, think they... that Winnipeg's tying up money with Lawler, that allows Gellyman, Gellyman the return of free, the Gellyman. Uh, I believe... Um, um, Rashid Bailey could be free. Um, So there's going to be talent to be had. Um, And obviously we're awaiting this mass exodus from Montreal, which we can talk about later. But yeah, I I, I do think Ford is going to get time this year. And so it just makes sense that he gets time at the end of things. 
John is correct. Yeah. Kai Loxley, or Kai Loxley, sorry, Trey Ford will be the starter in Week 21. Uh, yep, I think that's where I think that's where it's headed. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing either. He's very young. He's only 24 years old. And finally, first round pick, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. No, not finally. Not finally. Are you forgetting anyone? Keep forgetting. Oh, James. Geez. Aren't you forgetting someone? Oh, jeez. <laughs> The Saskatchewan, yes, I am forgetting somebody. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Okay, Tyler, you're first on this one. So are we doing Winnipeg or Saskatchewan now? Saskatchewan, then we're doing Winnipeg. I am going to say that the week one starter will be Mason Fine. Uh, no, Tyler, <laughs> that is starter. incorrect. You're wrong. <laughs> you're, you are wrong. Why am I wrong? It is going to be Trevor Harris. It will be Trevor Harris, yeah. Maybe he'll slip or something. It may <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I think Trevor's going to go the distance on this one. And I really, I mean, you know, the, the poor guy has... Why does he want to subject himself to the Saskatchewan line? I don't know, but I'm thinking maybe he ultimately doesn't. I guess is my. I guess maybe I'm putting some so negative vibes out there my, to get some positive vibes back because I dude, really would like Trevor Harris to be on Saskatchewan. I'm completely with you on that front. Like the I, I get people, and I'd be excited about signing Trevor Harris. I think he's an awesome quarterback. But putting a less mobile quarterback behind that offensive line seems fucking insane. I think it is. I think it is fucking insane. Unless so. they, unless like that is where they spend their money in free agency. Um, but they've already, um, well, I mean, they let go of AC Leonard, but they've. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on his name at the time. Anthony uh, Lanier. They've made him the highest paid defensive lineman in the CFL. Just resigned Larry Dean. Okay, so they're spending their money already. Um, I'm, they've re-signed Pete Robertson, uh, so they're bolstering their defense. And so far, they've not re- you know their offensive line is still pretty up in the air. They've of the people that they've re-signed, uh, you know, before free agency starts. Uh, let's see, I'm going down the list. None of them are offensive linemen, so maybe they're going to completely revamp thing, and it's going to be a completely new unit, uh, which has its own issues with it. Or they'll bring back a lot of the same guys. I don't know. I, I think there are questions to be asked about the validity of T. Harris behind that offensive line if it stays. See, I'm going. Ma- I'm going Mason Fine in Week One, and I don't yeah. think I don't think anybody who plays as quarterback for the Saskatchewan Red Riders this season can play 21 games for the amount of hits they're going to be taking. So I'll go, I'm going to go with third stringer Zarek Cooper. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious! The bants have already started, <laughs> Matt. See if we're uh, on the same wavelength. Yeah. Harris yeah. Evans. Uh, <laughs> no. I think I interesting. Because that would mean like Dane Evans is a starting caliber. See, I think starting Evans caliber. Wait, hold on, let me up, let me finish this sentence. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Starting caliber uh cost quarterback. Right? So the, they with oh. what they're spending, they yeah. can't afford Dane Evans. Zarek Cooper. <laughs> See, I just, so I think remember Evans the name. Be the odd man out in terms of getting starter money this free agency cycle. I just don't see that. I don't see. I, I really do not see Cody signing with Montreal. Okay, Zarek Cooper threw seventy-four <laughs> touchdowns. I also in college. also, but but here's and rushed for another twenty. 
He if was I'm, named second team all Ohio Tyler, Valley please, Conference. Please, we're having a discussion here. If I'm Evans, <laughs> why would you... I almost would not want to re-sign in Montreal. I mean, there's the beat writers for the Alouettes are talking about the franchise folding. They've completely lost their way. If you're a quarterback, you're about, I mean, I think the writing's on the wall. Geno's not re-signing with them. So they're going to lose the best receiver. You lost Jake Weineke. Like, I think Montreal has just become the least attractive job in the CFL. Um and so I don't know, but it's I, a nicer I it's a nicer city than Regina. I'll be honest. Wow, would you be could you bend it either? Um, I will say, like, uh, I I I agree with with your take on Montreal, John. That it is definitely the least attractive option for any starting quarterback. But like, I, I guess I I don't see the the world where. Evans goes to Montreal and then whatever happens with a fold yeah. doesn't end with him ending up then back on a CFL roster. Yeah. Zary like, Cooper. It's, it's in the same way. Tyler, if he, I swear. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with, with, with Tyler, with, Co- with Cody. Yeah. Like there'd be yes. no reason for him to languish in free agency waiting for somebody to pick him up. Same way for Dane. If Montreal offered him a starting gig, he takes the money. He, you know, I, I doubt the Alouettes will fold mid-season. Stranger things have happened. Um, but even if he gets through this year and they do fold or they move or something happens, has this been the wildest turn some... of events though in the world? I I would like to just pose a question real quick. If it has to do with Zarek Cooper, you're fired. Yes, it, it has to do. Actually, actually, it actually it actually has to do with Nathan Rourke, or Nathan Rourke. Okay, who are the only players? To play in the CFL that have backed up Trevor Lawrence, Nathan Rourke and Zarek Cooper. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's a good stat. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, yes. Anyways, that's what I think. Uh, all right, let's let's we're gonna move this thing along. Winnipeg, Zach Caleros, Zach Caleros. Yep, agree. Hamilton, Bobo, 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 Tyler. Montreal, John Fajardo, Fajardo, Fajardo. Fajardo, Fajardo. You think Fajardo's going to play 21 games with his, the way his glass bones are? Come on. Dude, that is unfair. <laughs> that totally, is totally that mean. could not be more unfair. Cody Fajardo plays injured all the time. Of all the things you Plus, can say about that bones, man. Really? I feel like it's like it's his tendons. Okay. Of all yeah. you can say about He's, that man. Listen, he does he not he does not follow the TV12 method at all. He has not elongated his muscles enough. Okay. Ottawa. Masoli. Fully healthy season all the way through. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you live, you live I feel in, like this is Arbuckle, Arbuckle Masoli. Yeah. Arbu- you think Arbuckle's going to start the season? I, I, yes. I, I, don't, I, I yes. feel like Jeremiah is not as ready as... His career was ruined by a ma- or just hampered by a madman. And you think he's just going to walk back in in week one? <laughs> I do. I do, actually. I, I think... I was actually surprised by the um, the Arbuckle re-signing, at, at least so early, because um, yeah, because it just it was it was almost too big of a splash. I know Arbuckle has had his 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 struggles, but I feel like he's especially since they still well, I guess Caleb Evans is 
um, the free agent, but it seemed like there, yeah, there, there were too many, like Cody, Dane, um, Caleb, and Nick, like to kind of, I don't know. It seemed like maybe Jeremiah is not quite ready, and they wanted that uh, sure backup in in Nick. Okay, I'm all right. Toronto. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> I, I, I want to Chad, save some Chad of this Kelly. My, but it's going to be MBT all the way through. I think. I think so. I don't know what his deal is. He's being a little. You feel like he's being a bit of a prima donna. With this whole, like, oh, I'm going to play for sure. Is it going to be in the TFL? Is it going to be in Canada? It's yeah, like, I, I didn't like, I don't like that. I, I don't, he, he always has come off a little bit aloof. And this is, it's beyond the pale at this point. Like, listen, just let the, let Toronto love you. Dude. Let like, them love you. I'm, I'm going, Ch- I'm going Chad Kelly week one, MBT week, <laughs> MBT week 21. If I'm MBT, I just don't quite, yeah. I don't understand. I, I guess, like. And I and for him, to his credit, and it's been reported, you know, like money is not a factor. Right. But sure, I'm sure it is. Like not. I feel like MBT is starting to build like a legitimate legacy. Like as yeah. a like he's a now a Grey Cup champion. Like I feel like with the uh, and you know with Montreal up in the air now, Hamilton working in a new starter. Ottawa is Ottawa. I feel like Toronto would be the clear-cut favorite to start the season right now. They've re-signed a lot of players. They're bringing the band back together. I just don't know why MBT wouldn't want to be a part of that. It's, yeah, it, it that, is a it, little it, weird. It is weird. Like, why, unless he just really likes the four-down game, which would <laughs> seem ridiculous to me. Um, but that's what I think. Okay. Everybody else MBT, MBT. Tyler, you said Kelly Check. MBT. Kelly MBT, yep. Okay, okay. What sequence of events causes MBT MBT keeps doing this this song and dance, and he just doesn't get. He gets to, to camp late, so Chip Kelly starts week one just just like Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly, Chad Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I heard Chad. Um, that's okay. I I can buy that. And so it's 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 just he ends up starting most of the season, but he's just not the starter week one. Matt, you were about to ask a question. Is that correct? I was just gonna. No, I was just gonna say what. What would lead Chad Kelly to start? Well, like I, I just don't buy. I also don't buy into this idea. Like when people were throwing out, like Saskatchewan should consider trading for him. It's like, dude, where has he shown that he's ready to? And I I think Matt Dunnigan said this a, a week or so ago. And he was just like, what, what has Chad Kelly shown that says he's ready to be the number one of a CFL team? And not that he's he can't be, but there's hardly enough tape to show that he's ready to roll. Yeah, but, well, like, yeah. but if, let's, okay, let's look at some of the past okay, quarterbacks that have started in the last few years. Let's the mind of, of a Chris Jones. Of a Chris Jones. Like, wait, 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 there's, there's a quarterback available. Like, I could pay $150,000 for a guy who's never started before. Like, this is too good to be true. When can I have him? When can you start? Also, have you seen Chad Kelly's mugshot? Handsome guy. <laughs> That's nice, Tyler. <laughs> I can always count on Tyler to make personal attacks on the players. We it's play not an attack. Guys. I mean, he's just he's got he's just good looking. Some people have really bad mugshots. He's got a really good one. That's he's nice. just having some fun in Denver, man. All right, 
Well, let's move on to our big... Okay, that is a very mid-mug shot. You oversold that. By Let's look at that big segment. Look at those game, baby blues. Which is going to be top free agents available. <laughs> Looking at the same mugshot? He's <laughs> not he does not have blue eyes. He's, I just said he's talking about his eyes are a little offset if you look at it. Matt. They totally are. <laughs> but I have offset eyes, so I don't appreciate you saying anything about that. He might just be tilting his head. All right, let's go. Top five. <laughs> How we're gonna do this. This pod this is, is the pod that keeps five available. Good. We're going to cross our fingers and hope that all five of these people aren't off the board by the time we, uh, you know, get this This is uh, why I, I will be posting this post-haste because, yeah. <laughs> we this... got to get this content out there ASAP. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, how we're going to do this is we're going to go around the horn. Matt, Tyler, John, we're going to keep that order throughout. We're going five through one. Okay. Matt. <laughs> Please All right. begin. All right, number five, the Gelly Man, Greg okay. Ellingson. I love that. And now with the like we said earlier, with a Lawler signing, he did he is available. He is available. They're tied up a, a, enough money that they're going to have to you know trade off somewhere else. Uh, I think a great when he was healthy last year, he was balling. He was. He he still got it. He's just got to stay healthy though, man. And he's getting up there. I'm worried, but I, I agree. He's a great addition. I'd love for him to come back to Edmonton. Tyler? I'm going with this, this player simply. They're five because if they were a little bit younger, I would probably put them up the list. I'm going to go with Sean Lemon, second in the league in sacks last year. But he's 34, turning 35. And it's also, not exactly, not exactly adding, but if we're talking about immediate impact on next season, or it could have immediate impact, uh, I'm going Sean Lemon. Okay, and the reports are also that he will not return to Calgary. It looks like he's going to hit the market, so that's a, somebody who'll have a new home. Coming off his best season in what was it, year twelve? Pretty impressive. Interesting, Tyler. I have a defensive player as well. I know who you're going to say. Who am I going to say? Darnell Sankey. No. I'm going to say Ja'Garrett Davis. And why am Ooh. I saying Ja'Garrett Davis? Because he decides who's going to the Grey Cup. So it's that simple. He's number five on my list simply for the fact that a team is going to give him probably 30000 extra dollars just to ensure they'll have a trip to Hamilton coming up uh, in November. <laughs> so Ja'Garrett Davis, where he lands, they're going to the Grey Cup. We know this by now. Uh, so that's why he comes in at number five on my list. Matt, four. Oh. Okay, number four. This is going to be a little bit of a curveball, uh, but it is Andrew Harris. I love it. And hmm. the reason for this is he's, you know, when you look at the very slim pickings uh, are currently still available. Um, you know, uh, my gut tells me that Toronto keeps Ouellette and Harris will be free to offer his services elsewhere. And when you look at, at who's really left. Yes. Once AJ gets re-signed, you've got William Powell, who had a really, really rough year. Unfortunately, he's getting up there. He's 35 years old, which is like ancient for a running back. It's, it's aging. And then James Butler is really the only other like top flight running back that's available. And they have Wes Hills. You have Shaq Cooper available. You have some other guys. 
Um, but really, there's not. If you want a running back, Andrew Harris is going to be your option going into free agency. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Steve and he's Brass. a great option. I mean, I, I will say, and this spoils one earlier, he, I think James Butler is the best free agent running back available, in my opinion. But I, I agree that Harris, uh, I think, is still starter caliber, caliber, and he proved that last year. T-Press? Uh, my number four is Darnell Sankey, who I already brought up. Um, he's 28 years old. He is one of the best linebackers in the CFL right now. Um, he had a great season, all things considered, 120 tackles, three sacks, two forced fumbles, and interception. He is a, he is a centerpiece of a def- of somebody's defense. Um, so for that reason, uh, I, I have him at four. I know it's an offense-driven lead. The rest of my players in the top, my top three are all offensive players. But I, I had to give the defensive, like top defensive guys, some shouts. No, I totally understand that. You, you do. I, I feel bad whenever I'm filling out these lists, and I realize I've got like six wide receivers on my short list. It's the, it's the, fan, it's the fantasy football <laughs> it, it like brain. Yeah. Hey, listen. Okay, my number four, Tim White. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I would be, I, you know, it's always, it's always when players haven't re-signed at this point, you start to get a little nervous. But I would be shocked if Hamilton doesn't spend the money on White. They're they're bringing in Bo for a reason. Why would you let a target like Tim White, coming off a thousand yard season in his first twelve hundred yards? What was that? Twelve hundred yards. Twelve hundred yards. My bad. Um, apologies for not being specific. Um, it, you know, in my opinion, clearly a top five uh, wide receiver in the league. Uh, he was fourth in yards last year. Uh, a great player. I, I, Hamilton has to bring him back. But if they don't, I mean, what an incredible player to bring into your offense uh, and kickstart kick start your team. So Tim White comes in at number four for me. God, get Tim White to Calgary. Um, that would be insane. <sighs> That'd be insane. Matt, three. All right. Uh, number three uh, is a defensive guy. I Tim White just got left off the list for me, and Ooh. it was mostly because I wanted to push up some of the defensive guys. So uh, this is Avery Williams. A uh, lot of opportunities for tackles last year. So <laughs> uh, that he didn't lead the league in tackles, you know, I, I don't think deters should deter anyone um, because <laughs> even though uh, – he did gap the next uh, tackler on Ottawa by 34 tackles. So, um, you know, a guy who got a lot has a lot of playing time, a lot of experience, and uh, you know could could do a lot of good good work. So Avery Williams is number three. Uh, I'm going with Tim White as my three. I think John is John is correct. Tim White is is going to make a stud on whatever team he plays on. He just if if you're if you're not trying is I don't know what Tim White's if he's like little down his list to like his list of teams that he would sign with but if you're not if you're not throwing your hat in the ring for Tim White you, it's, yeah. you're just should be fired. I agree. I completely agree. I wonder you know I mean and so I think the money we saw for Lawler was what like two hundred forty thousand in his in year one. Yeah, and stepping up after that. So I mean I think Tim White's probably looking at at the two hundred thousand dollar range. Um, mm-hmm. I think, Should be. I think he's right under that, and I mean, 
with that number for Lawler, I give him. I'd give him two fifty. Very interested to see what Gino gets. I Gino may crack three, or get very close to it. I I think the reason Gino Lewis is going into free agency is because he expects three. It'd be did, interesting, he, and he did not get that number from Montreal. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I think. I think. If, well, obviously, if Montreal offered him three, um, he would take it. But I think specifically, he's not yeah. willing to take a two number from Montreal. Yeah. So my and I think we'll. You know, I have a feeling we'll get to Gino Lewis later on this list. My number three is James Butler. Uh, I think he's now. There have been reports coming out that uh, Hamilton looks like the front runner for him. Um, Don Jackson just left. Uh, they released him earlier, uh, you know, a few days ago. Uh, they did re-sign. This is, uh, I want to bring this up. They re-signed STE um, this past, I think, I think yesterday. And Sean Thomas Erlington, of course, he uh, highest uh, yards per carry of any ball carrier with more than 50 yards. Um, but carries. he just doesn't get the ball. They just don't get him the ball. And it could not be more perfect than them resigning STE and immediately being linked with James Butler just to ensure that they can continue to not give him the ball, um, which infuriates me to no end. STE is going to have his third straight MUP award, there's no doubt. Um, but James Butler uh, is my guy. A huge loss for BC if he really does leave. Um, I think what a weapon he was catching the ball and running the ball. Um, and I think one of the, you know, truly elite running backs in the league alongside Carey uh, and Standback. And so somebody who I think can really make a difference from that position. Uh, so we'll, I'm excited. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Nice. My number two, I was going to cheat on this one, but I got my... Life cheating. Yeah, it was going to be a Sask combo of Darnell Sankey and Larry Dean, but uh, Larry Dean has been taken off the board. So number two is Darnell Sankey for all the reasons that, that Tyler mentioned. I'm going with Gino Lewis at two. Oh, I can't wait to hear his number Interesting. one. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting, Tyler. Lewis at two. Okay. You care to elaborate? No, I mean, I think at this point we've <laughs> talked about Gino enough. He's just number two. Uh, okay. I will I will say, a um, little tired of Gino. Just the, just the, every, the, but when he's, when he's not playing, like, love watching him play. When he's not playing, when he's not playing, he can be a bit much sometimes. Love you, Gino. Love you on the field. But God. On the off, on the on the off the field stuff, sometimes gotta just kind of roll my eyes. It, well, it's a little bit of a self fulfilling prophecy because I think people don't, especially you know, media people kind of want to, you know, keep him at arm's length with their engagement with him, their coverage of him. They want to make it all stats, facts, like not a lot of editorializing because you not there's just nothing good that can come in come of getting in his crosshairs and you know getting in a twitter thing with him he gets in twitter things all by himself dude loves <laughs> loves so, twitter so too much, much, much too much that feeds much, into him saying like no one's talking about me you know so there's like this weird cycle that 
people don't want to get into it with him. So he's like, why aren't people getting into it? Why aren't people talking about me? Then he just spins some more. Like there's a lot going on with this, this guy, which I am entirely here for. I love it. Um, uh, and CFL needs it, but yeah, no, it's just, but, it's, but yeah, I think he's, he's, but I think he does have a point because he's not talked about in the same way that like, I feel like Lawler and a lot of these other players got got and are getting more coverage yeah. than Gino is, right? The, the three down should be doing a Gino watch, right? He is the best receiver in the league. Where is he going to go? I agree. Like, that's a huge question. I think it's a huge question. And no one's asking it. Huge question. Um, I agree. My number two is MBT. Hmm. And I really stated this in my our discussion about, you know, and I know it's kind of a God, you steal my thunder, John. I hate, God, I hate when you do that. I hate when you do that. Gino, what, who do you think my number one is? <laughs> it's a one horse race. He's only going to play in Toronto. But I don't know, I guess, how would I phrase this? I don't know if there's a player that's more of a, not guarantee, but more of a, you know, true sign of success and true harbinger of success than bringing MBT back. You never know what it's going to be. You know, you re-sign a player, you sign a new player, you're hoping they work out. I think in the landscape of the East particularly, they re-sign MBT as their starter and they've got to feel very, very confident going into this season. So I think he just sets up the team in a way that they can have continuity from year to year. Um, keep developing Chad Kelly if that's what they really want for 2024. But I think securing MBT has to be, you know, the number one thing to do on their list. Matt, number one. Number one is Gino. Yes. He is. Yes. He can transform. Like he, he, you know, I, I love the Marshall Ferguson graph of, him, you know, up the right sideline, like he can really transform a, a team, and so a lot of guys, a lot of teams could uh, could benefit from the services of Gino Lewis. He deserves it. He deserves that three, three for Gino. Three, I'm interested. Three for Gino's is the is the call. I just put Gino, I just put Gino second. Maybe I just put Gino second because I wanted to motivate him uh, for this next season. That Tyler, that is on brand. So uh, you know, I, I think I think I know he listens to the pod. I know he's listening right now. Gino, you're just number two, buddy. Sorry, MBT. Oh. M- MB, MBT, more, more more important player. He's a he's a Great Cup champion. Uh, how many Great Cups you got? How many Great Cups you've been to? Ooh. Tyler. Yeah, I'm going to meet He plays he, simply because he plays the he's the best player at his position that's available and the most important position in the CFL. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. But for me, it's Gino, and I want to bring up something because I think you know, kind of we've been mentioning it throughout, but this this bleep show, as Gino Lewis described it in Montreal. Um, so like Gino is a full-time res. I didn't know this was a report I saw done by Dave Naylor, uh, maybe a week ago, week and a half ago. Like Gino is a full-time resident in Montreal. Like he's a part of the community. He wants a bigger role. And the owls just basically were like, nah, we're not going to strive for that. We're just going to kind of let this roll. Yep. Dude, 
malpractice of the highest order. It, one of the craziest freaking things, this Montreal saga going down, that it's just a mass exodus. They don't want to pay, you know, what I think is the best receiver in the CFL, who's coming off a huge year. They're going to let Trevor Harris go. Um, uh, and I get it. They don't have an owner. But this is just freaking madness. Um, and so now you have a player in Gino Lewis who I've heard the rumblings about BC. That would be insanity. But they have the money with Brian Burnham retiring. Adding him to a receiving core with Lucky and Dom Rimes and Javon Katoy and um, Keon uh, Hatcher. Hatcher. That would be that would be unbelievable. And then VA would really, if that's their receiving core, this is VA's last chance. Because if he ain't successful with that, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's what I say about that is you put that together and it, you hand the ball to Vernon and you say, all right, man, here you go. You, there's there's nothing to say about this. It's go time. Um, but I, I'm excited to see where Gino lands. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure he will get signed to somebody like maybe an hour before we post this pod. Um but I'm excited. I'm excited to see where that goes. Any final words on Fridge? Did anybody have any honorable mentions? Just Timmy Dubs. For me, it was another Tiger Cat, Wes Hills, at the running back position. Relax. I I feel like that guy when he came in last year and was sledgehammering a few times. He has he has some potential, and then I also. Uh, would highlight um, oh, where is he on my list? Now, House House Stone was the person who put together the top thirty CFL.ca list, putting uh, James Butler at nineteen and Cody Fajardo at seven. You know they can always lean back on it's a quarterback driven league, but that seems insane to me. <laughs> it's just just. Absolutely. Well, it's just, it's just, I think it would be a question of like, I think, yeah, like, I, I feel like James Butler in his current role is going to be a key contributor on a good football team. Um, I think Cody Fajardo is going to be a starter, obviously, but on what may be a very shaky, shaky football team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quarterback driven league. I just, I, I, I'm just, yeah. Can we give some defensive play? I'm going to give it another defensive player shout out. Uh, shout him. Jameer Thurman. Absolutely. Linebacker on Calgary. Uh, it sounds like he's going to move on. Dave uh, was being interviewed today, and they were like, we're trying, but it's just not getting done. Or, you know, they're they're working it out. So Maybe he goes to Saskatchewan if they lose Darnell Sankey. It's, it might be a, not an addict. I wouldn't say an equal replacement. Interesting is not Sankey a, not a, had to go to Saskatchewan because – Calgary chose Thurman over they were together it's a whole mess <laughs> it's, it's a whole mess. mess it's a whole mess anyway I'm sure guys, and also I'd like to just shout out the all of the O-line free agents we don't talk about O-line players at all but you, you're doing you're doing the Lord's work out there so go get your money I don't talk about O-line because I'm not smart enough to actually understand what goes into being a good offensive player. Good, good, so, good hands. Good hands, quick good, feet. Good, good foot speed. Yeah, quick feet, quick feet, good hands. Listen, I can only talk about what I see, and that Strong is... Strong hands, conditions. quick feet. That's, that's, that's all they got to do. I mean, it's, 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 that's reductive, but I mean, that is, that is what they have to do. 
Matt, any final thoughts, final words? Uh, I feel like there are a couple. Uh, oh, we didn't receivers. even mention Duke Williams. I, that, yeah, because he doesn't because he never plays. Dude, no, no, on can purpose. you that just popped into my head? Would you have bet that a year ago that we wouldn't mention him? That it's he's just he he can still play. Like I feel like he'd probably be a good bargain pickup by Montreal. That's probably where I actually see him going. That would be insane. Because yeah, he he just I feel like a lot of teams just don't want to deal with it. Um, but yeah, I think there's going to be a fair amount of receivers who can get picked up. Guys that had down years. Um, but still could could ball out. Herdu Mayala, uh, yeah. Darvin Adams, R.J. Harris. Um, yeah. I like that. I think Rush, add Rashid Bailey to that with Winnipeg. You know, we tried out a new position moving out um, to the far side. Uh, but I think Bailey, you know, is a very skilled player. So I think in a different system, maybe where he gets to utilize the waggle again, he can return to his form that he had uh, back in 2021. All right, guys. Any final words? Are we gonna let this fly? Let's let this fly. When are, when are, when are we? Are we gonna do like a free agent? Like when, when all the dust settles, we'll, we'll recap this at the end. We're gonna do a free agent reaction pod probably sometime next week. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Thursday the sixteenth. Okay. All right. With that being said, if you've listened this far, you know where to find us. But tell your friends anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify. Um, other places you can follow us on twitter at shups and preds email us shups and preds at gmail.com listener feedback is always welcome always welcome tell us you know who you're looking at in free agency and we'll relay that on the next recording um and with that being said everybody wish these fine folks a good weekend please call your mother